0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network.
1: Hey, this is the King of Bros, and you're listening to the Rough House
0: Podcast. They're a couple of pussies, but they're not that bad.
1: The opinions expressed in the Roughhouse Podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, NADS Flappy Sack,
2: At the rough house where black people and white people watch wrestling and Hispanic people too and all people.
1: Town intersection in my kitchen. Hi! Hey!
0: Hello everybody! (laughs) Welcome to a new edition of the Rough House Podcast. Back with you, me, Marty Day. No Zach. Don't worry, guys. I'm back. (laughs) back I, I i hear people on the internet being- <laughs> i'm happy
1: you're back i'm happy you're back
0: I, i'm glad thanks you are to
1: zach for filling in
0: well, i am no i am thanks is a strong word for zach
1: <laughs> congratulations uh, i your way in <laughs> i thank zach for for filling in you may not i mean hell yes. i could have just talked for 60 minutes on my own last week but christ uh that's just mean i wouldn't i wouldn't really want to inflict that upon anybody yeah. so you know mm-hmm. It was nice to have somebody to bounce things off of, even if you were, uh, you know, digging your toes in the sand or reading a Kindle by the pool or whatever the hell it was you're doing. What the hell were you doing? Uh, that, that's
0: a little bit of uh,
1: everything I was doing. Okay. Uh, I was right. I was
0: down in uh, Bethany Beach, Delaware, oh. uh, enjoying some pools. Yeah. Uh, uh, up down, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was in, I was in Bethany Beach, Delaware, enjoying some pools, enjoying some sand, uh, enjoying uh, far too many. Uh, servings of uh, frozen custard. Was, ah, yes. Yeah, it was.
1: It was a good, good time. Two go to flavor. We hit up.
0: Um. So they always, uh, they always swap them out at, at the core's, uh, okay. uh, frozen custard. So, uh, if, if I can get the the chocolate vanilla swirl on, I go for that classic, but, classic but swirl. I'm a big fan of they do an orange sherbet, uh, oh. uh, vanilla custard
1: swirl. So oh, it ends up being like,
0: like a, a Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the good stuff right there, my friend. That's a solid combo right there. Top five uh, dessert combos right there is mm. is orange cream right there. Yeah. I used to I used to work at a uh, Bistro Sensations back in the day, Towson Town Center. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and they had all these like really fancy like drinks and like bottles and stuff like that, like the Stewarts. Uh, uh mm-hmm. sodas and like the orange and cream ones oh yeah i, I would feel at least one of those per shift i stole way too much product from that place back in the day pretty sure the statute <laughs> of limitations is way past there so i can i uh i don't feel bad about saying it this was uh over 10 years ago so oh, yeah uh, yeah i was gonna say I,
0: I don't know that there are any bistro sensations
1: in existence anymore. I don't, I don't know the answer to that i yeah. know that they had a big one up in king of prussia Up in uh, up in Mm. PA, that big mall up there. But uh, yeah, yeah, the one in in White Marsh closed. The the one in Towson closed forever ago. Yeah, Um, they turned it into there was I think it was like an Aeropostal or something at some point or Abercrombie or some (laughs) bullshit like that. Uh, But yeah, so the only good thing about that part is because we we had a little brick oven in there too for pizzas, and that was Mm -hmm. the side I worked on, and it was right below the escalator. Oh, nice. So yeah, yeah, got some uh, yeah Mm -hmm. Some, some good sights. (laughs) <laughs> yep. And that's
0: really what you listen to this podcast for. It's not the hard-hitting analysis of professional wrestling. It's reminiscing about mall jobs. That's, yep, <laughs> That's really it, what it boils it down it. I mean, to. hell of a
1: calzone, though. Hell of a calzone. <laughs> Low-cal calzone zone. That was uh, before you even knew what it was. That's what I was doing back there. But anyway, uh, yeah, I used to steal <laughs> shit. It was good uh, stuff back there? in the day there we go there we go and uh it, it's
0: been a busy week in the world of progress uh let's nice. let's start with the throwdown everybody's talking about roman reigns and tabatanga ladies
1: and gentlemen oh that one okay all right i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple other things i wanted to uh, that i'd say when people were talking about a little more but that one actually is pretty entertaining and oh for my something God, yeah that we'll probably have nothing ever come out of it um <laughs> Never aside ever ever extended family reunion because i mean i'm sure they're related by like some 15th cousin or or something like that
0: it's the world of pro wrestling you're three inches taller than you are you're 50 pounds heavier than you are and yeah. it turns out if you're even remotely samoan you are related so uh yeah i'm all I'm sure, exactly i'm, I'm sure tamatanga and uh roman reigns have some weird connection sure uh, yeah. beyond this twitter spat uh which is basically shown that roman reigns does not deal well with smack talk
1: no no he no he does not he kind of kind of went who started it Tomatonga started i think Tomatonga started it was weird because he basically uh
0: in in the middle of g1 g1's going on in japan which he is a
1: contestant of he
0: is uh part of the blocks there uh he in a post-match promo started talking roman reigns and uh he posted the snippet where he was talking roman reigns onto his twitter uh it blew up a bit so Mm. roman decided to respond and basically did his whole oh you know i gave you four times the views you would have had normally and 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 all that uh i i don't really know what the point or purpose of this was uh it's not leading to anything there's there's no working relationship between the two companies i don't think uh, Tama Tonga is being looked at by WWE. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I, I
1: don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we said the same thing about the um, the Jericho uh, Omega stuff. Yeah, they that true. there was no, you know, no way anything could come of it, and then right. Jericho found right. a way to have something come of it, but. Roman Reigns is not in a position of a Chris Jericho right now where he's kind of just floating in the ether. Exactly. Christ, could you imagine... Oh my god, I just had a really bad idea. Could you imagine Roman Reigns fronting a rock band? <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine how terrible that would be? Roman Reigns and the Fistcocks coming to oh Baltimore
0: Soundstage god. this weekend.
1: I feel like he would just kind of stand up there with like the mic in his hand and look around and just... <laughs> either bark like the big dog or just mm-hmm. repeatedly say i'm the big dog this is my yard i'm the big dog this is my yard and that was it. like what the fuck up what the fuck's up denny's i'm, I'm roman, <laughs> roman reigns in the piscocks this uh, is this is our first song titled this is my yard and there's like 30 <laughs> seconds of just noise and then he goes yeah that was this is my yard here's the next song it's called i'm the big dog <laughs> and then it's forty seconds of just trash. That's can, what I imagine that being. Just you terrible. can find
0: this on our EP. We're not. Just, we're not the good guys. We're not the bad guys. We're the guys. <laughs> Down on each, epitaph.
1: <laughs> each CD comes with a a folded up uh fucking shitty vest for you to wear <laughs> so your friends can make fun of you. <laughs> uh,
0: That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> but in reality, I, I think probably the biggest story this week is, uh, what had been rumored for quite a while, uh, has come true this October. The WWE is going to have an all women's pay-per-view event. Network special. Don't know the best way to describe it. Cause I don't know if it's going to be on pay-per-view. I, I, as yeah. as far as I know it's only on the network, but WWE evolution, all women top to bottom. It's a mystery. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I i thought about for a while when this got announced i was going to make a shitty joke about how it's just going to be nothing but a randy orton rick flair triple h tribute <laughs> night but I, I, I i decided mean, to cut
1: it off you, in the past you've got two, two, dif- two separate four horsewomen's in wwe that's uh, true that's under true Nicole umbrella so you could definitely su- do some sort of thing plus you know rick flair um Woo! but yeah you know it's a uh it's, it's a big deal. They, they, they teased a big announcement and some people were saying because of some guy who knew a guy who does belts was talking about a yeah. championship being introduced, but I and think there was a
0: photo going around of, of what the, the proposed belts were supposed to look yeah. like and, and all these things. I mean, it could still be part of it. it it's, it's sure. a long time between now and October yeah uh, three
1: months just about just under three months so there's time to like do a tournament that you could like crown the winners there or something like that um but they said yeah. every women's title will be defended so that's raw women's smackdown women's nxt women's as well as the uh yet to be revealed uk women's um, yeah. title as well and then possibly uh this tag team title the rumor is that if they do this women's tag team thing that uh the winners the the champions will bounce between both shows mm-hmm. uh for for challengers so so that at least doesn't give us two separate ones one for each brand and at right. least gives you you know some fresh matchups giving them the opportunity to bounce back and forth
0: now, I believe this is all supposed to be where the finals of the May Young Classic oh, so that, yes. are, are, are going to be taking place. And and uh, we're getting a lot more names for that announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, most prominently, of course, I know you're excited about uh, Caitlyn returning. Yes. Uh, Tony Storm got confirmed today. And uh-huh. basically every woman who isn't signed to a contract on the yeah. Indies is getting thrown into this. Mae so, coming back. Uh, mm-hmm. Jade. Yeah, big fan. Yeah, it's it's just a stacked crew and they're saying 50 women are going to be on this show right. which i guess means it for the second time this year we're getting a women's battle royal because mm-hmm. that's the only way i could foresee unless they're doing like massive eight woman tag matches that right, but
1: then then it's the week it's the month before survivor series so then the next pay-per-view is full of all these multi-person tag matches too so yeah you know I, I, battle royal seems like smart money because they've already announced that it's going to be, you know, current, future, and past women. Yeah. So Trish, I think Trish, Lita, mm-hmm. and one other have been announced. I, I know Trish and Lita for sure. I, 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 can't I feel like there may have been three, but, um, but, um, but yeah, so those, I mean, those are really the the big one. Oh, I think Beth Phoenix actually made oh, third. Oh, okay. I I know. uh,
0: I know. Beth and um, uh, Renee have been making a a lot of uh, Twitter hubbub this week about wanting to do commentary on the show. So, uh, you know, that'd be awesome to see too. But uh, uh, I will go so far as to say this: I think it's really cool they're doing this. Mm -hmm. I I think it is a natural extension of what this women's revolution, quote unquote, has been in WWE. I, I think they're being smart by uh, putting it on the network, uh-huh. not trying to to make it something, you know, even bigger than that, because it's going to play to the hardcores. It it doesn't feel like as monumental a moment as they're saying. And that's not to take away, you know, the hard work of the women and what, it, what WWE's women's division has changed from, you know, where it was even four or five years ago. Right. It's just, you know, they're... They're talking about it like it's this grand revolutionary thing. Yeah. And I'm – it just feels like a – you know, it's called evolution. It feels like a natural evolution of what they're doing. Not to mention kind of feels like they're making up for Saudi Arabia. (laughs) So – yeah, I, I'm excited for them to get the opportunity, but I don't think it's as big a deal as they're playing it out to be, if that makes sense.
1: No, it does. And and you're probably right. I mean, they're acting like, you know, they're the people who and first people to slice bread and put it in a, in a package uh, and sell it here. They're not the first all female uh, show or promotion right. or special event or anything, Yeah. But like you said, in in terms of what WWE was, especially during the whole bra and panties match um, era, which albeit fun, was not very um, you know athletically challenging uh, to no, a lot of these
0: it, to a lot it, of these women. It, it put the women's talent in a box that we have oh, now seen yeah, they did not, <laughs> that they did not need to be placed in. You know, it yeah. it, it, it it basically. Uh, you know if there is a glass ceiling it, it's been broken um because really at this point all that's left now is what uh main eventing wrestlemania yeah I, they're I, running
1: out of first that's pretty much yeah. it you know um and my other i don't i don't want to say it's a it's a qualm or a worry is i i'm i don't want them to go out and do wwe type women's matches i want like Actual good wrestling NXT style women's matches, right? You know, I want them them to have time. You know, there could be some spectacle in there, and you know, get your bellows in there and do their twin magic or or whatever, some shit like that. But I, I, I feel like the basis of this event needs to be really good wrestling, and especially after the past couple um, pay per views with these women's matches and with Carmella and to a lesser extent Alexa Bliss not being the greatest in-ring workers that they have they're great on their characters and in promos but you know they're not a charlotte or a becky or right. a sasha or really right. you know there's those are the four big ones or even you know oscar and, or yeah. and, and so on Right? Uh,
0: yeah i i i have that i have a similar concern that this could be a great idea on paper yeah. but then it's going to be two and a half three maybe even four hours yeah. of unbearable piss poor wrestling because not all of the women are ready for that spotlight yet but surprise all of the women are being given that spotlight because that's the only way to fill out the show
1: yeah and and i don't want it to be like a situation like the women's royal rumble where there were so many fun moments and callbacks and and great action but then you had um who was kelly kelly with the worst uh leg scissor, you know, flying, yeah, yeah. You her know,
0: and uh, Michelle McCool, just yeah. Oh it no, I don't.
1: I, I don't need that. I need yeah. you know. I, I if you're bringing in you know your Trish's and your Litas and your Molly Hollies, um, mm-hmm. your Beth Phoenix, people who know how to work. If they're going to be in there for a match, and 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 let them show that they can, you know, still go. And I don't know if you do, you know, legends versus legends, or you have, you know, I feel like the iconics are a perfect team to let call out Mm -hmm. a bunch of the uh you know the the women from back in the day you know right is is medusa still active or a blaze i mean i know she just went in the hall of fame a couple years ago and she's like racing monster trucks or whatever i wonder if she you know is in decent enough shape to come back for this because she was one that she really held down she was the division for the most part in the 90s you know her uh, Bertha Faye, and Bull Nakano. Obviously, Bull Well, I don't know. Bull Kano's still going at it in Japan, or uh, she just retire? She, she retired, and uh, she's dropped a lot of weight. If I showed you a photo of her now,
0: she's unrecognizable. She looks, really? like, looks like an adorable middle-aged Japanese lady. It's, Good for her. It's fantastic. Um, I... I would love to see this be a, a, a success on every factor. And, and I, I I, almost feel like, uh, especially this day and age, I, I should sort of uh, put the salt on, on what we're saying of uh, Chris and I are two 30 uh, something white dudes. So <laughs> our opinions may not matter on this subject. I think it's really cool. They're doing it. I think it is an obvious important extension of what they've done, but I think like a lot of things WWE does, they are chomping down a bit too hard on the we are special, we're innovative, we're pushing the envelope, we're doing things no one's ever done when this shit's been done before.
1: Yeah, and maybe they should have waited another year on this to have, you know, more women who are all together and there that they can, they can go out there and really perform at the level, you know, that... You know, we're expecting or hoping at least to see. So, yeah, you know, I think it can be great. Um, You know, do they it's October for one. So are they going to have the pink ring ropes uh, for Komen? (laughs) Oh, good God. For the women's show. I I
0: didn't even put one on one together. This could literally become Susan B. Komen or Susan G. Komen presents. Susan B. B. Anthony Komen. Yes. Susan B. Anthony Komen (laughs) presents wwe evolution and like the rings just covered in pink and basically we learned zero lessons from what this has been about that 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 they aren't trying to be pigeonholed as oh it's girls it's women it's whatever it's they're athletes um God, I, I now think more than ever, that's exactly what we're going to see. And <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, great optics on that first promotional image, having the blonde white ladies all front and center and absolutely no one else represented.
1: Uh, that Wasn't Alicia Fox up there in the middle? With well, the... No,
0: no, what I'm saying is the promotional image they sent Uh-oh. out Ronda in the middle flanked by Alexa and Carmella. Look, Uh-oh. I understand. Well, well, they're champs in the draw. Star, yeah. They're the champs, but I'm just saying you got – Nia Jax right there you've got uh Alicia you've got Sasha Banks you've got literally Cobra Ember Moon Moon. you've got a wide swath of body types colors and everything a swath <laughs> of twat yes uh <laughs> great way to put it to to make my point that they could be a little more politically correct uh, <laughs> uh all I'm saying is it, it was a little bit of a bummer that it's like behold the the Aryan goddesses that run WWE. Yeah, this one too. Oh, there you go. Nice. No one's
1: ready for Asuka.
0: No one's ready for Asuka. Should have thrown her out out there. Um, But fact is, that's October. There's a long way to go. These first day issues of weird things like Braun Strowman talking about how remarkable it is that there's a women's pay-per-view and a promo. Yeah. Can be ignored along the way.
1: Or we're going to have this every week until October. Come on, we're gonna get battered. Oh, I, I don't want to say battered, but the all-in is event. That's that's a poor taste. That was I did. That was that was 100 unintentional, but I caught myself. We're gonna be bludgeoned. With, no, that's probably not a good word either. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're just gonna hit us with. Uh, mm. They're gonna say it a lot.
0: They're gonna nag us with. Wait, no, <laughs> <laughs> that one's not good either.
1: All right. Anyway,
0: uh, we're gonna hear about it a lot,
1: Can, can we get Oscar Meyer to uh, Oscar Meyer. No, not. No. <laughs> Oscar Meyer, no, Oscar Meyer, um, uh, to provide uh sandwiches. for yeah, this all
0: women's uh,
1: pay per view. Yeah. Is that something we can
0: do? Yeah, uh, we can do that. gonna happen. Uh but the, the the fact is that's in October right now. Skinny Girl Margaritas brings you WWE oh, Evolution! Bling no. bling 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 bling. Oh no. Sorry, I can't help myself. It's okay. It's okay. I will say this: uh, a, a very good friend of mine is a new Welcome. fan of wrestling, relatively new fan of wrestling. Welcome! Uh, and she uh, got in very interested because of the women's division. Good. And she's over the moon uh, about this decision. It's so awesome. I, no, it, it is. I, it's good yeah, stuff. It is. I, I think that's a that is a a perfect example of who it's <laughs> affecting, and and and. Yes, you and I are looking at it with kind of a cynical, kind of a jaded perspective because, well, A, because uh, again, like I said, we're we're middle-aged uh, white dudes. But B, because it's WWE, we're used to being having to be cynical and uh, jaded about whatever they plan to do. But in those instances, I'm sure there are people who are seeing this and going, holy shit, this is so cool that they yeah. are putting on this event. And And for that alone,
1: tip of the hat to them. Uh, sure, and well, let's not let's not just brush under the uh, the rug the fact that this is 100% a hundred uh, percent a publicity stunt. <laughs> this is all for this is all for good PR. This oh, is for, undoubtedly for Stephanie McMahon to build her character as the one who is ushered in this this women's evolution, and this is yeah. you know to show Fox and. Their new overlords, Disney, or however the fuck that's going to work, that uh, that yeah. they, can, uh, they can work with the women and things are going great. And uh, you know, by the time they show up on uh, on Fox next year, SmackDown does, they can be talking about Women's Evolution 2019, the second annual. So they mm-hmm. have they'll have one under their belt. So yeah, this is this is definitely a yeah. You know what? Our stocks at an all time high. Let's see if we can just notch it up a little bit farther by uh, right. by appealing to these here women and you know, like you said, that women are are getting into it, enjoying it, which is great, because more eyes on the product is good for everybody. But, you know, the, we're not acting like this is a uh, you know completely noble sort of thing. It's not this
0: completely a- altruistic. It, it is definitely uh, because they want the good PR. They want the spotlight. They want yeah. the notice. And I'm sure it has nothing to do with the fact that they have another show coming up in Saudi Arabia in November <laughs> that I'm pretty sure the women won't be allowed on either. Nope. Anyway. Yeah. Right down the road from here, we are heading to SummerSlam. That's coming up uh, right. in, in just a few weeks. Um, yeah, I guess it is. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, like uh, three, three, four, three four, weeks, three, something four. like that. Anyway, matches are starting to get put together. Right. Uh, you are excused, my dear friend. Uh, right up top, uh, we are getting the WWE right. Universal title match again. Do we Roman have to talk Re- about this? <laughs> well Hey, look, it's happening. It's happening. Big Bob <sighs> went down. Sorry, Big Bob L. And we're getting Roman versus Brock at
1: SummerSlam. Okay, fine, whatever. Do it. Yeah. Just do it and just fucking finish it. Just yeah. give him the title. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Just fucking do it. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm fucking sick of it. I'm sick of talking about it. It's yeah. like it's, it's it's wearing it's wearing me down. It's it's sucking my will to live. Um, I just <laughs> I, I can't get excited for it for any reason. I used to get excited for Brock Lesnar matches. I yeah. used to get excited because Roman Reigns can go. And you know what? I was excited. I I, I fo- they fooled me at WrestleMania, and I'm yeah. that was probably what they were fucking going to do. Wanted to do is fool the Smarks. Um but I was, I was ready, I was accepting of it I'm like let's watch these two beat the shit out of each other Roman could walk out champ and we'll take it from there and then they didn't do it and it pissed me off and then we haven't seen Brock Lesnar aside from the greatest Royal Rumble since so now I'm at the point where I just don't give a fuck yeah I'm, I'm with you, I'm with you I, I thought Bobby
0: Lashley versus Brock Lesnar would be infinitely more interesting because yeah. then you could have the rubber match between Roman and, and Big Bob yeah. uh, but instead Uh, They decided to have the rubber match on Raw and just kind of run with it there. All right, cool, fine. Uh, The one thing I will say, and I hate to say it, is Brock can't do UFC until January 2019. So there's always a contract extension and a number of important shows between now and the beginning of next year that they could
1: pay him for. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know I, I I'm, I'm I'm you know I've been on record many many time on the show saying that I'm some I'm sick of Brock not if, if Brock's in every now and then that's fine just don't have him have the title so yeah. if this is the time where they just get it off of him you know whether it be Roman whether braun cashes in afterwards maybe by some fluke, Kevin Owens beats Braun Strowman and then Kevin Owens cashes in on Roman Reigns at the end of SummerSlam. Who the fuck yeah. knows how this is going to play out? Um, as long as the title gets off Lesnar and is back on the show on a regular basis, it doesn't even have to be defended on Raw. Just have it be there exactly. and have people see that it's a thing and not just out there with the dude who is calling out UFC champs. Yeah, it's, it's a shame because the Universal title as a whole mm-hmm. has been kind of a
0: cursed belt. Uh, From its inception, you know, it it was put on Finn Balor. Finn Balor hurt his shoulder. Okay. No dice there. So then we get the new idea. Kevin Owens is champion. Kevin Owens made the face of Raw. Mm -hmm. Thought he did a pretty good job. But let's be honest, he was keeping it warm for Goldberg. Yep. Goldberg had it. It was a nice little gold watch run for Goldberg. I still love to this day the Lesnar-Goldberg match at Mania. But that's when Lesnar got the belt. Yeah, and and that's all we've had. Those are the champions we've had in order for the universal title. Yeah, and I I feel like you know for what is supposed to be the top belt, you know, it is it is taking over the lineage as the top belt because it's on the top show. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's a
1: ugly red eyesore that I don't give a shit about. Yeah, and and we, and we haven't been given any reason to. Exactly. The, really, yeah. the only person that had a decent run where it was defended um was kevin owens yeah
0: and and uh, like i said the whole time we all all knew oh it's gonna go to goldberg eventually it's all gonna go to goldberg and Mm -hmm. it's it's a shame because you know the way that started with seth rollins and finn balor literally killing themselves yeah at SummerSlam to make it seem important, to make Killer. it seem worthwhile, uh, especially seeing what Seth has done for the IC title. It's a bummer that's not what we're seeing the Universal title for. Uh, anyway, you look at it, I hope they just put it on Roman if they want to have Braun cash in that night. Cool, but whatever. Just fucking do it and go with
1: it. You know it. You know just 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 do it. Stop. Uh, stop playing with my hole. Stick it in. Um. So yeah, the other title match is one that I'm actually quite excited for so uh we're getting samoa joe challenging aj styles for the wwe championship so that that whole piece of business on smackdown with them was great i love the i love the whole segment page coming out aj cutting his little promo and then and then fucking ellsworth doing the great thing that he does which is just be pathetic that's exactly. the dude's character, and he knocks it out of the park. So he's delusional and pathetic. I mean, and he's got paid for it. God bless you, Ellsworth. You, you mm-hmm. live the American dream. Right. Super jealous of you. Yeah. Um, but he's gone again. Um, yeah. he, for now. Yeah, came back and served his purpose again to help Mella out. Um, and then, you know, delusional uh, Ellsworth came out thinking he was going to be the one to challenge AJ Styles, which he already did. That guy, had, yeah. I think if not one, two. Uh, matches against AJ Styles for yep. the title. So that was, uh, that was something that many, many, many wrestlers in their many years cannot say. So, uh, again, that guy just, just, I don't, uh, just looked the part and played the part well. So, yeah. but joe and aj it's not new it's something that's happened many many times in a couple different promotions that being said they're two of the best on the roster so let them beat the shit out of each other exactly it's the first time we're gonna get
0: it in the wwe ring it's the first time we're gonna get it for a wwe title i've been following these guys for years ring of honor tna they've always put on great matches they they basically uh you know were a cottage industry on the indies oven to themselves you want to go see a good match go see wherever joe and aj's happening they were dancing partners for a very long time and now we're getting it on a big stage uh i will say uh as i learned with aj and nakamura i have to temper my expectations (laughs) for what they do especially in this first time collision between the two uh, I, I, I want it to be the best match on the card. I want them to go out there and blow us all away. I'm going to temper it and just see where the story goes with them. Because also, I would say, if I'm WWE,
1: you don't just do that a match once. You run that back because it, it's <clears> always gold. It is, and I'm of two minds, though. Uh, one, I agree with you because that match is always going to be great. But also, I'm kind of thinking, why not break the cycle And just do a one and done. Um, and then leave it for somewhere else down the line. Have them have them go out there and leave it all out, have them give them 25 minutes on SummerSlam and let and let them crush it and and steal the show. And then uh, you know, have AJ win and then not do it again for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, uh, you know, have have Joe win. Um, and like you said, you know, is the beginning of a of a thing, and then have AJ chase. Um, I think there's there's a lot of good things there. And AJ's had the championship for quite some time at this point. So oh, yeah. um, you know, and and Joe has yet to hold main roster gold. He won uh the NXT championship down in there, and he also won the Dusty Roads uh tag team classic. It was with Balor, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. That, that was the beginning the first of the build one. of their feud. Yeah. So uh so yeah, give the guy some uh some main roster gold and you know him beating our truth in like two seconds was great reintroduction, just in case you know you forgot Samoa Joe was there and is a murderer. And then he, he jumped AJ from behind, signed the contract. It was a great piece yeah. of business on SmackDown there. Very
0: very good. Also on the SmackDown side, building up to SummerSlam, uh, we're finally getting it. Becky Lynch getting a women's title shot against Carmella. I'm surprised the Oscar story is done. I know uh, that that <coughs> was a big surprise to me and a big shame because I felt I, I felt and I still feel like there's so much more they have and had in Oscar. But instead, it's just being left by the wayside. But it's okay. Uh, Standard classic WWE booking. They decided to have the champion face a possible challenger in a match and lose to build to a later title match. So I smell something burning. Hold on a second. Oh, okay. For those of you watching the video version, Chris, as you can see, is getting up and checking to see if something's burning. This is going to be edited out in the audio version, so consider this a Patreon exclusive. Meanwhile, you just get to watch me stare, see what Chris is doing, and talk to you, the loyal roughhouse listener. I could talk about anything right now. I really could. But, uh, I'm just gonna keep killing time. Oh, hang on. He's holding up something. I don't know if that was for me to see or what.
1: Yep, that was something.
0: Well, something was burning in Chris's apartment. Rough times. These things happen. i going to enjoy some delicious water.
1: Cool. It's a little melted plastic in the dishwasher there. Hey, happens to the best of us. I knew, um, I, I knew I smelled something fucking burning. All right. What were we talking about?
0: Uh, So Becky. Oscar. Uh, well, Becky Carmella. Yeah. Going one on one. The classic traditional WWE story of taking uh, a possible challenger, having them beat the champion in a non-title match to build to a title match. Do you think this is going to be the title change?
1: Um, I feel like SummerSlam is a good place to have that happen. I really, and this is one of those like instances where I was just talking about, I really don't feel like this needs to be a long-form program. I mm-hmm. think this is a, the even better opportunity to have a one-and-done you know, have Becky come out give a commanding performance. I don't, I don't want to say a squash match, um, but have Becky win at SummerSlam, and then you know maybe give Carmella a rematch on SmackDown, and then have that be that, and then have Becky go on to uh, somebody else, uh, one of the iconics, or or um, I don't know who else is a heel on uh, on SmackDown? Ruby Riot. I'm not sure how long until she returns. Now she's she over on the raw side. now. She's on the raw yeah, side. Yeah. I thought she was got moved to SmackDown or was it the other way around? It was I the other remember. way
0: around. Uh, oh, okay. Paige's trio moved over to SmackDown. So the, the ride squad moved
1: to raw. <sighs> They're all fucking interchangeable. Uh, um, yeah, <clears throat>
0: unfortunately, uh,
1: but, yeah I, I, but I, Be- yeah, I think Becky wins. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I'd love to see it. Uh, also that we can build to the interesting match of Becky versus Charlotte, uh, yes. just because,
1: you know, the, the
0: real life pals and, and that's the story they could run with. Uh, and it'd be interesting to see them actually go against each other unlike what has been going on on raw with Sasha and oh. Bailey where i guess they're friends again or at least they're really excited about the women's pay-per-view coming up
1: what the fuck are they doing with that
0: they aren't they aren't like, like they had
1: they brought in dr shelby for one <laughs> one week
0: yeah well kind of two two i
1: mean yeah. could, could they not have just Recorded a bunch of shit to last uh, a little bit with what wherever they're going with the storyline. I just Plan change, Chris. Plan <clears throat> change. It's it. They're having them do these segments that are making them act, and yeah. it's not. Uh, it's it's more Razzie than Academy Award uh, acting over there, unfortunately. Uh, but th- there's a story to be told. And they're storytellers, and this is a storytelling business, mm-hmm. but there's too much emphasis on the outside of the ring uh, <clears throat> storytelling. So, right. you know, just right. have something happen. Let them just, you know, like what happened, um, it was almost a month ago when Bailey snapped and started beating up Sasha. I'm like, all right, fuck yeah, here we go. Uh-huh. You I'm ain't into shit. it. Yeah, She's you so ain't into it. Yeah, that was fucking great. And now so now, they're, now, they're, now, they're, now they're hugging it out and, and beating two jobber women. For yeah. what? Yeah, who
0: knows? But hey, sometimes the weird uh, in-ring storytelling works out great. Who would have thought the best way to kick off the, the Miz Daniel Bryan angle would be with a fake baby?
1: <laughs> I didn't
0: know that. <laughs> I didn't know that would work out so good. But it was awesome.
1: Man, the Miz, uh, we don't deserve the Miz.
0: We really he's, don't.
1: He's so damn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bryan... Also was was top notch in that segment when he came down, beat up the security guard. And then just he could have walked around the velvet rope very easily. But no, he opened it, turned around, calmly placed it back on before going into the ring. <laughs> <Mwah>! <laughs> Chef kiss to you, Daniel Bryan. That was outstanding. Yes, uh, And then the Miz with the fake ba- fake out with the fake baby was was a 10 out of 10. I, I This is a match years in the making um, and don't need to do too much. Uh, aside from one video package to just air yeah. all these grievances. Yeah. And literally happen tomorrow from
0: 2011 through to now, just take random cuts. Yeah. Just, just pick whatever you want. It's like when you throw together a, a gigantic sandwich filled with lunch meat, just pick everything, anything you yeah. want, slap it together, throw some of the good old WWE video package mustard on top and call it a day. It'll work out great. uh it, it, It's a great angle, a great start and you know sure as hell didn't need a belt i thought they put a belt in it yeah no belt it's just sure. two guys who have a grievance have had a grievance for a very
1: long time uh getting the throw down even with a fake baby involved it's a good old-fashioned grudge match exactly. and you know what i wouldn't be surprised if uh if Bree came back and they did some sort of a uh, mixed tag thing either before or after. Not sure if this is going to be a one and done or a continuing feud going through to Rumble or even Mania at this point. I, I
0: feel like this this has legs on it.
1: Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, some mixed tag action there um, between Bree and Brian and uh, Miz and Maurice. Bree and Brian, yep. uh, Eminem, Eminem and, and the Double Bs. Yeah. Yeah. Funny exactly. how that works.
0: Uh, did you watch Ms. and Mrs.? Not yet, yet. Okay. no. I figured I'm if anyone I knew had watched that, it had been you, Chris.
1: Very excited to watch it this weekend, though. I heard it, like, knocked the ratings out of the park. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the I, I think like I saw something was like 1.7 million or something. 1.7 like
0: that. million. And it's like the most watched non-scripted show in USA in seven years or something yeah. like that. Um. So good on them. That that's that's great. Uh. And apparently, it was actually a different audience than those who watch Total Divas, which I think
1: would be the crossover there. Man, um, I got I got to tell you, I'm, I've been watching Total Bellas. It's fucking insufferable. <laughs> It's, you know, I watch it with the wife and, you know, we watch it. And, yeah. You know, the they go all like the. Uh, first of all, her family, the Bella, the Bella clan are just terrible human beings. Aside, the only reasons to watch that show is to see Daniel Bryan be Daniel Bryan and to just get an occasional look at Johnny Ace because he's outstanding. <laughs> and most a lot of the times John Cena really, you know, is a really goofy sort of a uh, sort of person so seeing that come out is fun nikki and brie are terrible human beings their mother is annoying as shit her brother their brother is just the scum of the earth he's just a shit bag and i do not like him and anytime he's on the screen i want to throw something at my television Uh, i'm obviously i know i'm not being forced to watch this sure however I feel like I need to at least soak in a little of this to have some knowledge for this program that you all listen to. Thank you very much. Please check yeah. out the Patreon. Um, so I just, it's, it's just insufferable, especially this season with them trying to blur the lines between the whole breakup sort of thing, what's real and what's fake and moving out of the house and buying a new house and yeah. moving in with Bram. It, it's just so much fucking bullshit that I don't care about. It's just stupid. And it's, it, they are They're not good people. I don't like it. <sighs> yeah. Hey, uh,
0: I, did that come across? Yeah, no, no qualms here, sir. No qualms <laughs> did I get did I,
1: did I relay my point uh, effectively there? Yeah, very effective. Okay. Well the, right. you know what? Golf course. I just was, was wasn't show. sure if I got over the you know the, the actual meat of the matter is that the the Bella family are trash humans and I hate their show. Isn't that kind of true of pretty much any family with a reality show? Ah, man, you know what? I'd rather watch Todd Chrisley than JJ Bella. Wow. That's not fuck good. that guy. Whatever the fuck his name is. JJ, whatever his real last name is. Fuck him. Fuck you, JJ. Fuck you up. Your stupid ass.
0: <laughs> well, uh, saying, speaking of saying, fuck you, there were a lot of people saying, fuck you to their televisions last night as <laughs> shock of shocks. NXT weekly TV program. <sighs> we have a brand new yep, NXT world champion in the, the best heel in the business, Tommaso Ciampa. Tough to argue right now. Um, uh, did you watch the match? I have not had a chance to watch it yet myself. I was uh, I was traveling back from work travel last night, so I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it. From what I understand, Johnny Gargano cost Alistair Black the match, basically gave the title to Tommaso Ciampa. Is that
1: correct? Oh. Yes, uh, there was it was a little overbooked towards the end. So okay. um, there was a a cameraman bump, which mm-hmm. led to a ref bump, which led to, of course, black hitting black mass and there being no ref to count. Um, uh-huh. And then out comes uh, Ciampa Ch- goes out to get the title to hit black with it. Gargano comes in, tries the, to muscle the, the title away from Champa And in doing so. Uh, champa releases and and uh, gargano's momentum strikes alistair black with the title belt and then uh as the opportune time arose the referee got back in them in the oh, match of course after champa hit a uh i don't even know what you call it double underhook like flat face buster maneuver yeah, yeah. uh that thing that he does so and then there was one two three and tommaso champa uh new champion it is it is. It's weird, but awesome how he has no music. His his music is the booze from exactly. the crowd, exactly. And just hearing that with no music playing, all the booze when he won the title and him just reveling in it. It was. It was a good piece of business. I watched the match uh, before we record tonight. You should definitely, uh, definitely not miss it. it. Is it's great stuff, and you know it opens up a lot of possibilities with with what's going on uh, in the future here. So we got Takeover, in, you know, in a couple weeks, the night before SummerSlam yeah will it will it be a rematch will it be a triple threat with gargano will it be uh champion gargano for the title and black's not there uh who, who it could be a four away with Lars sullivan in there for all i fucking know well um, I, sure I will s- say
0: spoilers sullivan, are out there the spoilers are out there i will not say what it is not, i haven't read uh it. sullivan is out for quite a while because he broke his jaw i thought that was storyline no that's legit he's out for a bit
1: Oh, okay. I thought I read it.
0: That was a storyline thing. Uh, So he's he's not going to be on the show. So unfortunately, no no Lars for us. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, I I will say a little bit of a, a, a sad story there in that basically the end of that match, or actually the match as a whole, was kind of alistair black's nxt run basically it wasn't about him it was about johnny gargano and tommaso Ciampa beating the crap out of each other and just knocking him to the side it's just tough tough times for alistair black and and i i I joke about that that is to me still like the the missed opportunity with alistair black dude could have been you know an amazing main event guy it's just timing wasn't great with the gargano Ciampa feud
1: no it wasn't but you know with nxt he he came in pretty talented, so he didn't really need to be down there long to to hone his craft, or you know maybe a couple of promo classes. Because that if there is a a spot where he's not you know if he's not all maxed out on his uh power scales, it's his promos. Yeah. They're yeah. fine and they're good. They're just they're you know not like a like a champa uh, promo or whatever. Um, but you know what, it, it was short. He got a couple defensive uh, defenses in there. And yeah, he played second fiddle, but he'll be remembered as an NXT champion. And hopefully, you know, come uh, the night after SummerSlam or, or or the night before SummerSlam rather, he'll uh, he'll get his way up to the to the main roster. Maybe show yeah. up on SmackDown. That could lead to some fun stuff over there. Um, I feel like Raw, he get lost in the shuffle a little too bit, uh, a little too much. So, mm-hmm. you know. He, he, he's he's going to be fine. I, yeah, I'm yeah. just telling myself that knowing that he's going to get fucked up on the main roster. And I'm just trying to convince myself that yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's going to be fine. It, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> just a little bit airborne. It's yeah, totally it's fine. It's totally fine.
0: It's yeah. um, I, I agree. That I think uh, Alistair Black's probably heading to the main roster after this. He's, he's been uh, in NXT a year and change. It's, it's time um, yeah. to that point though, you know, you do kind of uh, allude to something, which is, uh, the pro or con of NXT, which is these guys have to graduate, yeah, these guys have to move on. And right now, there is so much talent within NXT that I'm wary to see get the call up. I, you know, I don't think Gar- Johnny Gargano is going to be a main event player on the main roster. I love him to death, I want to be wrong. I, I hope I can go back and listen to this and say I was an idiot when I said that.
1: <laughs>
0: but he's a small guy, and I Man. feel like that's going to be the first thing when he comes out of the curtain that a Vince McMahon, a Kevin Dunn, and et cetera is going to say, and that'll be that. There's guys like Ricochet who are incredibly impressive, but for me their upside on the main roster is you're the next Neville, you're the next Matt Sydal. Mm. There's Adam Cole again. Baby. Love that guy. Adam Cole, baby. So good. Uh, I mean, Undisputed Era as a whole. So good in the ring. But Cole, he can cut a promo. The other guys, mm, not so great. Kyle O'Reilly's learning how to be an awesome prick heel, but that's yeah. not going to work out great for him all the time. The minute they turn him face, not going to be so good. Uh It it just concerns me because I want these guys to succeed. I want these guys to collect the big paycheck i want these guys to to be happy in what they're doing i just sort of worry about after that great one-year run where the spotlight's on them on nxt and the world really gets behind them uh on a on a level that they hadn't had the world behind them before when they're on the indie scene what happens after that because there aren't that many nxt success stories you can point to
1: uh you're not wrong um i mean yeah, that's that's a really sobering, uh, <laughs> sobering explanation of things. But it, it kind of how it it is, kind of how it is. And the other thing, you know, these people keep coming through and keep coming up, go up to the main roster. And that mm-hmm. leaves even more people on the main roster with the same amount of time. So you're going to have people like your Ty Dillingers who mm-hmm. uh, are essentially, you know, a uh, a kurt hawkins at this point he's right. just out there to, to put somebody else over because you know he had a couple opportunities and didn't really get over um as well as it did down in NXT. i mean it wasn't that great or much of a gimmick to begin with but you know it got some 10 pops and stuff like that that was fun but you know and even even so with like almas like he was called up right after wrestlemania and yeah. he's just now getting into something yeah. a decent feud or at least getting the opportunity to have some matches here. Um, So uh, uh I, 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 I was about to say this, this might be what you're landing on. Yeah. Almost it's apparently impressing the
0: right people. He could be the guy that makes me eat my words on this.
1: Yeah. I hope so. Cause the, he won me over at first in NXT. I, w- I was not a fan kind of like Elias. I'm like, oh, this guy, you know, mm-hmm. didn't really, didn't really do it for me. Although Almas proved it to me while he was still in NXT was Elias. Right. You know his character work really went through the roof on Raw. I had I, I really want to watch that Bourbon Street performance too on the network, but I haven't had yeah. a chance to yet. Um, and his he's got like an EP out on iTunes and Spotify. I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't listened to that yet either, but I hear it's great. Um, but yeah, it, it, it there there are worries there, and you know maybe I don't I don't know if and when there will be a regime change. Um, mm-hmm. Or when a difference it, of it's ideologies.
0: Clear, it's clear the seeds are being planted.
1: Yes, and, and that was my next point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Triple H is, has gotten his guys in the next uh, the next um, wave of, mm-hmm. of, of superstars, and he he's got them there, and, and 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 they're hanging out and honing their craft. So you know, when the time comes, then they're there and they're ready to go. You know, a couple of these guys could end up on two hundred five. Just hanging Mm -hmm. out, putting on great matches for people who don't really care that much, waiting for the six-man tag dark match um, in the audience. But, you know, one, they're employed by WWE, which if uh, your name is Rip Rogers, is the most important thing in the world to you if you're a pro wrestler. Um, Many other people will argue uh, against that, looking at you, uh, Osprey and the Bucks and Cody and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Uh, But, you know, there are are arguments on both sides of that coin. Yeah. but yeah, the, the way WWE is run now, there's not a great chance that many, if any, of these NXT call ups are really going to amount to anything. And, you yeah. know, we said Bray Wyatt could be the next Undertaker, and we see where uh, Br- Br- Bray Wyatt has gone and mm-hmm. is. And now we're saying Aleister Black can be the next Undertaker. And sure, it, it could happen, and I hope it does. He's, I, I don't know. Maybe has a better chance uh, ring wise than uh, than Bray Wyatt, but yeah, it, it's 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 an it's definitely an uphill battle, especially with uh with a regime with an old way of thinking uh, still calling the shots.
0: Yeah, I, I read something uh, earlier this week that WWE has a uh, hundred and sixty wrestlers on contract right now. Wow, that's a lot. It is for and four it, brands, counting it, the UK. Yeah, uh, it's just. I mean, yeah, that breaks down to 40 each,
1: but God damn well, 40 on the UK. So <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, I I don't know what you do with that. And, and, you know, uh, Keith Lee just got signed. I'm yeah. stoked for Keith Lee. Yeah. Keith Lee by all rights should be a big deal. He's a big, impressive, explosive son of a bitch. And people are going to go ape shit for him, especially in NXT. Yeah. But then it's like after that year. I don't know. I, yeah. I really don't know. And and I want to be an optimist about this. I want to say these are the guys that the future is going to be built on that are going to be waving the flag. They're going to be carrying the banner and that we look back on and go, holy shit, look at what they were able to pull off. But I don't know. And that's why tying it into news this week. What do you do with a problem like Matt Riddle?
1: <laughs> the
0: problem being uh,
1: Matt smokes a lot.
0: Well, OK, there's there's an unofficial official rule in WWE. If you like weed, you pay the twenty five hundred dollar fine every time they test you and you yeah. move on. That's yeah. what Matt Sidal didn't figure out and decided to go with the synthetic shit, which is way worse for you. And he got canned. Yeah. So matt riddle i'm i'm disqualifying the weed part of it that okay. that's what it is and you know what he's got a really dumb mushroom tattoo on his body he's probably gonna get the mvp treatment of wearing a kick-ass all the time i hope not because dude is ripped and has a great look he does he does i just look at him and i think he's an incredible talent he's got a really unique charisma yeah that does not check the standard WWE boxes. It's a lot like Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam, I mean, not just because they're both stoners, but they both (laughs) had this weird general affability about them. Yeah. Where you go, hey, that guy's really cool, really chill. I want to hang out with him. Uh, That's why a lot of people like Matt Riddle on the indies because he actually does randomly hang out with fans. Again, thank you for the... uh, Paul. (laughs) Thank you, Paul, for the the recording there. (laughs) Always appreciate it. Anyway, I, I look at him and also he has the MMA background, which they go nuts for. Yeah. He's putting on great matches. He's got this unique look. He's got this unique appeal, but then you say to me, all right, well, we're going to do Matt Riddle versus Roman Reigns or Matt Riddle versus Kane or Matt Riddle versus, you know, Randy Orton. And I go, I, I don't know. I like, I don't, I don't picture it. And I don't know if that's just because I haven't seen it happen or because I don't know that that's going to fit.
1: Ah, Hey, you, you, you make some good points there. I think, I think that there's a ability there for him to adapt and to further hone who he is as a performer and a character. He, Mm. you know, if you look at how far, he's he hasn't been wrestling no uh, three years yeah. and he is the top of the indie game right now mm-hmm. um so if, if he, he can get that far in only three years and yeah his age he's what 32? Two, 32 so he's not s- super young but he's not he's not like old no by any, yeah, by I, any means I mean, and he's uh, in killer shape yeah um and he has the pedigree I feel like, and again, this may be just me being a, a blind optimistic here, as I usually am, and then I'm, I'm all, almost always disappointed. <laughs> um, but I, I, tr- I try to, I, I try to give it a chance to work because I want to enjoy uh, seeing these people perform and succeed. Yeah, um, I mean, really, probably the 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 biggest indie guy to succeed. In WWE, has been Kevin Owens. Am I missing somebody that's really done more? <sighs> well, Daniel, Daniel Bryan, but I mean, like Daniel
0: Bryan, CM Punk. Those are probably the other close, but they didn't come up in the NXT. Right, and that's kind of now. That's like what
1: I, what I was, what I was right, moving right. towards related to the combo here. But yeah, I mean, Punk and Bryan definitely, you know, paid their dues and, and Seth Rollins. I guess he did. Yeah, Tyler Black yeah. went through ROH and, and all that stuff too. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess he he was the first NXT champ, so he kind of, yeah. but it, it, it was still mostly FCW at the time, right? Um, right. He didn't it, have it, the full it, NXT experience. It was not NXT as we know it now, as right. the indie super show, right? So really, Kevin Owens probably the most uh, successful guy. I mean, Balor, you know, did his New Japan stuff, came up through NXT, and like you said, after he lost the Universal title, really mm. hasn't done shit uh, from shit. Um, and that's not for his lack of trying. Uh, I don't know if it's the accent or if, uh, Vince thinks he's too tiny or injury prone or what, but he never really has gotten to do anything. I think a heel turn for him would be great right now. Oh yeah, but, absolutely. But it said it, he's uh, okay with having a fun house. Yeah. You know, okay. And if that's all he wants to do fine, yeah.
0: you know, if, if, if he, if he's building his WWE based 401k right now, good <laughs> on
1: him. Hey man, Good on him. got some stock options. He's probably doing all right right yeah, now.
0: Exactly. He's
1: exactly. For, uh, ca- uh, stock bonuses and cashing out for tens of millions of dollars. And I'm yeah. just over here like, oh, fuck my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I feel like, you know, Kevin Owens is similar enough to Kevin Steen, but mm-hmm. adjusted for a WWE audience. Right, so that it's, right. it's similar, but not a total, totally different person. And I think I think Matt Riddle has has a an opportunity to be that sort of person that that comes through you know super over uh, in NXT gets the bump up and then um, could really let, light the world on fire. I mean I feel yeah. like he could be another Seth Rollins type um, out there. So and I hope that's the case because I want to see Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle in a match. That'd yeah, really- no, that that would be awesome. I'd love to see it. I guess I just. As a fan of these
0: guys and as a fan of what they are able to do anywhere they are, uh, you know, whether they're in WWE, they're in Evolve, they're in Ring of Honor, they're in New Japan, whatever ring they find themselves in, I want them to be able to put on a good show. I want sure. them to be able to succeed. I want them to be able to prosper. At the same time, when you have a roster this massive that's only getting bigger by the day, and it sounds like they're, they they want to try to get Juice Robinson back. Yeah. It sounds like they want to sign in Helico. Like you just go, at what point do you stop and go, we've got the guys we need? Is that, what the, is that the $2 billion question, I guess? Well,
1: you know what? They have the money now. They do. And they are, uh, you know. For them, they're trying to be a monopoly. This is this is like the uh, the game of monopoly. You buy yeah. up all the all the available uh, properties and you have them under your uh, control. And then you either you know do nothing with them and pay them, or do something with them and pay them. I don't know. I mean that yeah. that's kind of what they're doing. They're like, well, I don't. This guy's fucking great. We don't want anybody else to have them, so yeah. we'll just we'll just sign them. So they pass
0: go, they collect two hundred dollars and get themselves married. That's pretty much how it works.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure he's hanging out in a free park and smoking a joint in the backseat of a fucking Durango or some shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, probably true. So uh, one last thing I wanted to go over before this. Uh, Just something
0: I saw this week which dumbfounded me. The world of indie wrestling can be great. Yeah. The world of indie wrestling can be incredibly scummy. Okay. Did you see who has been signed recently to do a photo op together? A photo op together? Yes, yes. So they're inviting fans okay. to come out and get photos together with these two talents.
1: Oh, man. I mean, that could be uh, a laundry list of people. I know. I, I I'm don't. i not sure what you're talking about. I am not making this up. This is 100% real. You
0: will be able to get a photo op. I have to look up the, the name of the show. Or maybe it's better I don't because I'm basically shitting on their premise here. But... <laughs> D'Lo Brown and Draws. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. No <laughs> no 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 no. No no no. This is, no, no. This is, this is 100% real dude. No, no, not
1: this up. This no, is real. No no. This
0: is real. You know what? Because no. I I feel like I'm, no. I'm going to be asked no. by by the Rough House listeners, no. D'Lo Brown. No. Draws no. photo no. Op. Let's no. take a look here. No. Magic at Google. Mm-mm. Um, oh uh Pro Wrestling no. com has a thing about it. No. You can think oh wow. Uh no. the horribly inappropriately named Standalone Wrestling no. in Jersey
1: No August
0: 25th in no. Atlantic
1: City. No, no, yep. no. Yep. No. Yep, they're about no. to mark the 20th anniversary no. of when no D
0: oh. messed up a Powerbomb on no. Draft. No. Hey, Chris. No. Do you think draws can still <laughs> puke on command? <laughs> yes. <laughs> think you'll let me get a photo with it?
1: Uh, yeah, probably. You got 20 bucks? 25 for that action. Or a smoothie or something? I don't know. <laughs> the Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash the Podcast
2: this is the, the House pod. uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is the Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up because this is the Roughhouse podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph and Marty. The preceding presentation was brought to you by the Realm Network. You know it's the Mac militant coming to get it on. What's up, player? Teddy Long here for Teddy Long School for Pro Wrestling General Managers to learn how to manage generally. At Teddy Long School for Pro Wrestling General Managers to learn how to manage generally, we'll teach you all you need to know to be a pro wrestling general manager. Here are just a few of the classes offered at Teddy Long School for Pro Wrestling General Managers to learn how to manage generally. Tag team matchmaking, mixed tag team matchmaking, suit wearing, tag team matchmaking, triple threat matchmaking, Triple threat tag team matchmaking, vocabulary, head shaving, and tag team matchmaking. That's right, player. At Teddy Long School for Pro Wrestling General Managers to learn how to manage generally, we'll teach you real good how to make yourself the best general manager you could be. We're enrolling now. Visit Teddy Long School for Pro Wrestling General Managers to learn how to manage generally.com for more information. Teddy Long School for Pro Wrestling General Managers to learn how to manage generally. We got you, player. Holla, holla.